Hi, and welcome to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast with Graham Cook. I'm your host, Michael Becchio. Today's message with Graham features a segment from Breaking the Mold, one of the episodes in the series titled It's Over from Brilliant TV. You'll notice that Graham references other related episodes from the series since it originally aired in conjunction with them on BTV. And he also talks about his book, Nature of Freedom, which the series is based around. You can find Nature of Freedom on our store at brilliantbookhouse.com or use the link in the description below. Also, 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 another important thing before we get started, Brilliant will be doing a new kind of live online challenge. It features the missing key that you probably need in your walk with God and three simple shifts that you can make to see lasting change in your life. I will be running the event with Liesl Weber and will feature powerful content from Graham that you'll love. We're going to dive deep into key truths and insights from the material and how to actually live it out in our day-to-day lives. This kind of application is going to be gold. Practical things and insights that will enable you to step into it and see real traction and increase. Real stories of how these truths have radically shifted our lives and the lives of others, along with testimonies of true change. You're going to be really encouraged and empowered. We'll also feature a prophetic word from Graham that connects everything back to the Father and enables you to receive his truth and breakthrough through his words to you. And as usual through our events, we'll also be sharing helpful resources and activations and doing some fun giveaways. I really hope you'll join us. It's going to be a blast and a blessing. Click the link in the description below this episode to check it out and reserve your seat. We have a special deal for the first 300 people who sign up. So head on over there. All right. Enjoy today's podcast episode. And I hope I get to see you at the event. That's this coming Wednesday and Thursday, March 2nd and 3rd at 10 a.m. Pacific time. We'll see you there. So because this is a devotional series, we'll be continually be renewing our perspective in how we approach approaching God. Remember, it's not a study. It's a practice ground for a life of relational devotion with God. So our intention is for you to receive a fresh lens for how God sees, how he thinks about you that leads you into an upgraded language that is inspired by heaven, not the world around you. It's always easiest to communicate when we speak the same language, right? So we want to be speaking and responding in the language of the kingdom. So pay attention throughout this series to the exchanges God is making in how you speak about him and about your life with him. But most of all, this is a time of encounter with God's joy, with his passion, and his delight in who you are and who you are becoming. This isn't about you getting everything right or getting it quickly. He's just so happy that you're spending this time with him because he adores spending time with you. So you're ready. Remember to put those pens down for your first listen and prepare to soak in a new truth about who God loves to be for you and in you. Last week, we explored the freedom of knowing that before creation, your redemption was completed. 
And that while God knows the beginning from the end, He doesn't impose His outcomes on us. Rather, He desires the joy of relationally walking with you through the process of sanctification, which is being made into His image. His passion is that you would enjoy every part of that process, because He's going to. This week, He wants to talk to you about breaking the mold and who it is that does the breaking. So listen to what He says to you in Romans 6, verses 3 to 11. I'm going to read it to you. Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus have been baptized into his death? Therefore, we have been buried with him through baptism into death, so that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have become united with him in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old self was crucified with him, in order that our body of sin might be done away with, so that we would no longer be slaves to sin. For he who has died is freed from sin. Now, if we have died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. I'm getting so excited. <laughs> Knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, is never to die again. Death no longer is master over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. Even so, this is the ultimate permission. Even so, consider yourselves to be dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. I always have to kiss this passage because it's just so outrageously, relentlessly beautiful. There it is. Kiss the Bible. And then in this next section of his letter to you, it's over something got finished before you started. I'm going to read that next section to you. Here we go. Breaking the mold. <clears throat> Beloved, in my eyes, your old life has already met its demise and is finished. The cross has set you free from your old man, which is the sin nature and a selfish lifestyle. When my son died, so did you. He did not just die for you, he died as you. When Jesus was buried, he took your old man with him. And when he was raised from the dead, he left your old man behind. The old you cannot ever be resurrected. It is gone, finished, forever. You died in him. And then a new version of you was raised from the dead through the Holy Spirit's glorious workings. And now the two of you are walking together in a completely new and totally different life. 
your old self was crucified with my son so that everything connected to that life could never make it past the grave. Now we are all united together for always and no one and nothing can ever separate us. Beloved, I am so excited that you and my son are together as resurrected beings. All the old has passed away and you are our new creation. We give you the beautiful, always amazing Holy Spirit to empower and support all your learning as you experience our life in you. You're no longer a slave to sin because it's no longer your nature. My son has removed it. All that remains is your attachment through memory to a habit, and that habit can be broken by our partnership and our relationship. You no longer have a sin nature. You have a sin habit. The one who is dead is entirely free, and we will teach you and we will show you the reality and the power of that freedom. This whole thing is so amazing to me. That God had great delight in seeing the mold of the old you shattered at the cross. He was so excited to know that you could be free of striving in your relationship with him. And that he could begin this relational process of making you in his image. Do you remember in Acts uh, 4.13, as the religious leaders were questioning Peter and John? These leaders were perplexed because they knew these guys didn't have an education. But they also understood that the difference was they had been transformed by the years of walking and talking with Jesus. And I think the scripture says, now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and they perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled and they realized that they had been with Jesus. <laughs> That's the difference, right? At the cross, the mold was broken as to how to have a relationship with God. It was no longer through keeping all the rules and the regulations and getting to be in his presence a few times a year at the temple. Jesus gladly took the initiative to break the mold, walking and talking with his people in a new and living way. Jesus came talking about the kingdom, and we now have a realm that is in direct competition with the world. The kingdom is concerned with upgrading all of our life experiences so that we live in the relationship that Jesus has with the Father and with the Holy Spirit. This is the essence of what it means to have Christ in us and for us to be in him. And he's excited to see your response to that. When God broke the mold of the old you on the cross of Christ, he set you free to become a unique expression of his own true nature. It's true that you're being recreated in his image, which is God's original purpose 
in Genesis 1.26. Let's make man in our image. Our revelation of his nature of freedom expands when we realize what has already been accomplished at the cross. So when Jesus said, it is finished, the mold was irreversibly broken in that moment. Listen, if someone is standing with a huge platter and they drop it and it shatters, there's no putting it back together. The finished work of the cross is becoming absolute in our minds and in our hearts. The old you was shattered and now you're being recreated in the image of Jesus. So your true freedom is that you're dead and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Colossians 3 verse 3. There is no more old you to fix up. Dead means dead. Your old man does not exist for God. He sees you in the new man, which is Christ in you. That is the whole new focus. Now, if you want to press pause right here, you can do so. Shut me up and just think for a few moments. Dead means dead. The old you is gone. God isn't looking at the old you when he looks at you because he knows that Jesus dealt with that. So he's looking at a new you right now. Right now, right this moment, in your devotional space, he only sees a new you. He doesn't see the old you. He's not trying to fix up something that you're not. He's trying to make you aware of who you really are. So he's not dealing with your behavior here. He's actually starting to develop your identity in Jesus. So on top of that reality, there comes a marvelous additional gift. This is the wonderful Holy Spirit who helps us to navigate our life in God. The Holy Spirit takes all the truth of Jesus and makes it all real to us in every circumstance. That's John 16, 13 to 15. And then, as if that freedom isn't marvelous enough, the Holy Spirit comes bounding into our lives as our teacher when we're perplexed. He adores challenges because he loves being your helper. It's the Holy Spirit acting as your personal comforter and trainer who mentors you as you, as you navigate through all of life's difficult moments. He empowers you to receive under pressure and to develop your true identity in Jesus. So press pause here for a minute, because if you don't know the Holy Spirit, you can simply ask for God to give you his presence. It's a simple prayer. Father, I need to be filled with the spirit of wisdom and revelation. I need to be filled with comfort. I need a personal trainer. So I ask you to bring the Holy Spirit into my life from this moment on so that I may have the wisdom and the revelation to walk with you just as he does. In Jesus' name, amen.